Hey, really quick, if there's one thing I can guarantee you is that you are in some way, shape, or form working on improving your health and wellness. What if I told you that for whatever you're working on, I've got something that's just right for you? The best part is, is that it's all organic and extremely bioavailable. Let me help you reach your health goals. Feel the power of Steven Superfoods with sweet discounts and a 30-day money-back guarantee if you aren't satisfied, but I promise you that won't be the case. Ascend your health. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Ascension Show. So glad to have you here today. Um, really grateful for your listening. So today I've got my friend Maya on the show. I'm glad we could finally make this happen. It took a few bouncing back and forth, but I'm a big believer in divine timing. So uh, thank you so much for taking time and coming on The Ascension Show. If you could give a short introduction about yourself, that'd be great. Yeah. Hi. It's good to be here. Um, I'm excited to get talking, but I'm Maya. I um live in chicago right now i'm 24 years old um i'm really into health and wellness and all things fitness um i like photography as well um right now i work from home so i work at a marketing agency so that's kind of what i do for work and then do a little social media and stuff on the side yeah, awesome. You're a pretty well-rounded person. I really like that about you. Your content's really awesome. It's really aesthetic. I'm I'm jealous that you just you naturally have that ability to capture good pictures and good videos. It just seems like that's your expression of your creative side. It definitely is. Like um, I've always been more of a creative type of person, and I think throughout, like I guess, late high school and somewhat throughout college, like I kind of lost my creative outlet I guess so mm -hmm. like social media and like taking pictures and um doing like video content um is kind of more of like me getting back into it these days so been yeah. able to express that a lot on my yeah own. cool cool I saw your story post or whatever about going under the fence so you could get the content angle or the content yeah. uh, picture for the train tracks or something I thought it was pretty funny because like I, I totally resonate with that trying to get a good picture no yeah that was definitely a good time with my friend um we both kind of like found like we wanted to hang out but like we didn't know what to do so we were like let's just go take pictures and we found like this random spot and in the distance it was like this really cool spot and we were like wait we need to like go over there and yeah we had to like go under a fence and like we saw like this no trespassing sign we were like eh, still go just gonna pretend we didn't see that yeah, you still go and it's fun. It's there's something really cool about being able to express that because with the way that modern culture is, you take these pictures and you share them with people on the internet and everyone can see them. And like we never met before in person, but that's the way that we connect is through the pictures that you share. It's like, okay, I get a little input of what Maya's life is like or what Maya likes to do for fun. And it's take mm -hmm. awesome pictures. So yeah, it's cool. No, um, yeah, I think like your social media presence kind of, it almost matters a little bit more these days since everyone's on it. And I've actually met a lot of people just through the internet. And I guess you can kind of get more of a sense of what someone's into and like their persona from, I guess, their social media. 
Yeah, 100%. I'm glad you brought that up because, first of all, that's how we met. That's how I know a lot of people just through like the networking groups I'm in and, and the online groups. And then, um, you know, you can travel with these people. You can get on calls with these people, do like fitness communities or uh, I'm pretty sure you're you know a bunch of people in the tribe group and that's mm. how i know a lot of the people like will i know you traveled with will and so yeah. it's just a really great way to get to know somebody even without having to meet them and a lot of people who are older i guess you could say don't use instagram that much don't really have an idea like oh you you don't even know these people but it's like you you actually do know these people pretty well and you can tell base you could tell who a person is just by looking at their their profile and I'm, I'm glad that one of the other reasons I'm glad you brought it up is because if you're trying to get a job or if you're, you know, going on dates with someone there, the person that is hiring you is probably going to look you up on Instagram. Let's be for real. Or the person, like if you're going on a date with someone, their friends are going to look you up on Instagram and you're going to look at all your photos and all your videos and who tagged you, who's your friends and stuff. So it's, it's a good way to social proof and it's a good way to explain who you are and what you do. So many people have their businesses through Instagram alone and they make their living through that. Mm -hmm. And so it's, yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. Even like, I guess like finding like work online too it's like if you reach out to people um who like run businesses and stuff like that it's like they're gonna see like your profile as well and then like yeah making friends too or like with relationships too it's like you'll you're gonna check that i feel or it's like you're more likely if you like i don't know dm someone like saying like oh i'm in the same city like we should meet up or something like that and then they go check your profile and they make sure you're them. real and normal yeah it's make you a real person and like you i don't know yeah, again, with like the social proof. Yeah, and, and and to bounce off of that, if you're traveling, you like to travel, I like to travel. If you're going to try and, if you're trying to meet up with people because they look cool based on their Instagram, you have to make sure that your Instagram looks cool so they're gonna wanna hang out with you and it looks like you hang out with cool people and do cool things. Like, oh, this, you know, if, if Maya's DMing me and like, you look cool, like you look like you do lots of fun stuff, you take awesome pictures. Of course, we're going to like get our friends together and do something awesome, like go on a nature hike or wh whatever you want to do, right? So oh, yeah, cool. it gives you like something to start a conversation with for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's cool. And it's I think it's something that a lot of people, especially kind of in our age group, are really tr thinking about now. It's like, okay, so I kind of have to do this side of things because just culturally, that's just the way things are. And um, yeah, so when I explain to my my parents about like my inter internet friends, they just don't understand like how do, you, how do you know these people? Like, how did you even get in contact with people? You don't know these people. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go here with these friends and like, but you don't know them. I'm like, yeah, I know them pretty well. No, yeah, I'm, that's so funny that you brought that up because I've thought about that too. Like, especially with seeing like my internet friends in person and going on these trips and like my parents asking like. Oh, who are you going with or who are you going to see i'm like oh these people i've had on the internet like i don't know how else to put it but it just like it does kind of like sound weird but it's, like it's so weird there's no other way to put it <laughs> yeah there's there's really no other way to put it and so so yeah i literally had this conversation with my mom last night i was like yeah mom i'm gonna do this with these people and like who who like how did you meet these people and it's just like uh it's funny to see it but um, when it happens that you show them awesome pictures and you're like yeah mom it was fun but, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like growing your network through certain people it's like if you're already kind of like a like-minded type of person or you're meeting mm. through this other person then it's like 
you already kind of like in a sense are like kind of comfortable with them already mm-hmm. that's at least how what i've found like meeting people through um other people i've met on the internet it's like we probably most likely have like a lot of things in common or like a like-minded mindset so like it's it's pretty easy to become friends with those type of people as well yeah yeah it's I, i've been in a similar situation where you're meeting people on the internet because you're already like-minded so you're gonna connect and then you meet with them in person and it's like you already met them before and you're already super good friends and you meet them in person and it's just like picking up where you left off but you never left off anywhere you're just like well what's up and you just have an awesome time and honestly i'm like the relationships i've made with internet friends are better than some of the in-person relationships i have it's just yeah, kind of yeah. has gone and i think that's testament to the the value behind really optimizing that portion of social media uh, because like you said, you can really get connected with a lot of cool people and people who are interested in the same things as you and, and like-minded in a sense, especially in the self-improvement uh, niche, because if you're taking the initiative to improve your circumstances, live a more healthy lifestyle and do all this extra stuff to be better, it's kind of not normalized. So you're in a way different from other people in your respective area because you uh, just it's way easier to connect with those people on the internet because you have unlimited access and so what i'm getting at is if you're in the self-improvement niche it's way easier to find a network in the in the online space because that's where people go for this this kind of stuff because in their in-person environment they're you know if you're in college you're surrounded by the people who you know like to go out and party and you know folks on the short-term gratification maybe don't want to eat healthy like you do um, and so it's harder to find those people and navigate the crowd in that regard. So for me, it's been really awesome in finding really cool people that are into the same stuff. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, I think after college, especially, it's kind of harder, to, a little bit more difficult to make friends, I guess. And like, um, yeah, like through these groups, it's like easy to find people who are already like interested in the same thing. But even like, outside of the internet like it there's just so many different people out there and it's like you can have certain friends who are into like one thing and certain friends who are into the other thing and it's like um kind of going back to what you're saying like some of your um friends that you made like on the internet are almost better than some of the in-person ones and i think it kind of all comes down to like your interests and your values like i have friends who are like very much into fitness and like will do a lot of like those type of types of interests like activities and stuff like that but then I have some friends who are just like more um I don't know like you have different categories of friends if you know what I'm saying yeah I, yeah yeah exactly yeah like some of my friends who you know the girl I went out to like take pictures and do content with I don't have like not all of my friends are like into that so like if I ask someone to like do that they'd be like oh wait what I'm not really into that I've done that before I'd be like oh you want to go out and get content sometimes like explain more bro I'm like never mind yeah like they're just like not really into yeah they're not into it like that photos or yeah yeah. stuff like that so yeah yeah totally I'm I'm totally with that you have your separate group of friends uh for different types of things that you like I'm the same way it also makes like life a lot more fun if you have like a very diverse like set of friends yeah, because there's unlimited things that you can do. Like, I, I started surfing, so I have some surfing bros. I have jujitsu bros. I have gym friends. I have friends that like to go out 
but I like dare, barely do that. But if I if I texted people like, hey, I'll I'll join you guys this weekend, like a bunch of people I could just do it with. Um, so it's that's that's the good thing about about that. And I think for me is uh, I I talk to a lot of people in the self improvement hub about college and just the, you know people are not especially the like online money entrepreneur people just not about it. But I think the one benefit you get from college is the unlimited pretty much unlimited access to the social aspect to it so with that i've i've had you know i have a bunch of different friend groups that i could just tap into like i just explained so yeah it's cool that we can relate in that regard but um since we're on the topic i want to ask you kind of how you got started with your self-development journey and what made you want to do it how that's gone for you and i'm really interested yeah so I guess it kind of started in college, I guess, because I played sports growing up all the way through most of high school. Then I kind of dropped off a bit with like playing sports. So I didn't really have like an outlet for staying active and like being competitive and like everything that like a sport kind of brings you. So I didn't have that for a few years. And then going into college, I think, Um, I feel like everyone kind of has like a bad year in college, but my bad year was like sophomore year. And so I was just kind of surrounded by some not so great friendships and that I couldn't really distance myself from. Um, And it just like wasn't the best of relationship and it was kind of affecting me mentally as well. And so I was kind of more so in a slump that year and I was kind of indecisive with like school and like a lot of life things It just like I think college like no one really prepares you that well for college like you you kind of know what you're doing or like some people really do know and for the people who don't it's like you really just like are kind of clueless I feel but um so my slump year and that's kind of when I started getting more into fitness like I started taking it more seriously. I kind of fixed, I well, I tried a lot of different like diets as well, mm. um, kind of going forward, um, just because I think with fitness, it's like, there's only so much you can do in the gym and then it kind of comes down to like your nutrition as well. Um, so I kind of got into those two things that year. And then I also got into like reading and meditation as well. And that was through, I used to watch a lot of Arlen's YouTube channel. Um, That's cool. Yeah, like way back then. And so he started hitting like a lot of the self-development videos and he was doing like books to read and all that stuff. So I got most of my um, book recommendations from him, I'm pretty sure. And that kind of like, he kind of opened me up to like a lot of the self-improvement world so I started following similar people um so yeah the first book that I read I'm pretty sure was Power of Now and that was a really good book really good book yeah I started doing like Headspace the Headspace app um for meditation um so that's kind of how it all started in sophomore year of college and then it just kind of like grew from there I just kind of got more serious and it just turned into like more of a lifestyle yeah yeah definitely really hard to like start i guess like for someone who's just like not super into it and just jump into it so there was that initial i guess resistance to um changing lifestyles but then it just i like it now and it's 
yeah an everyday thing for me (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. 100 i agree with that it's it's not it's not just to jump straight into it it's like one step after the other doing one different thing than you did the previous day for Mm -hmm. me i would say the self-improvement side where i wanted to get better at my being myself was when i started jujitsu i kind of realized oh in order to improve like in jujitsu I have to get my ass beat and I have to uh, put in the work. And so then I translated that just to other things. And then when I first came to college, my freshman year, so almost three years ago, I got super sick, like insanely sick, bad, super bad. And I was probably sick for, it was like really bad for maybe two weeks, but I was like sick for probably like four or five, six weeks. And then I found holistic, organic food, holistic lifestyle stuff. And that's kind of when the door just opened and my perspective changed. I found a food co-op that was super close to where I lived. And I was just completely enamored that places like that existed. And I probably spent like an hour in there the first time I walked in. And I was just completely amazed that you could buy things that were just natural and organic and you could look at things and see three ingredients so mm-hmm. and then from there it just compounded and it's a lifestyle so yeah mm-hmm. I, I like that that aspect because it being a lifestyle is is the best way to put it because mm-hmm. you can have a lifestyle of being uh, a frat bro or a lifestyle of i don't know a surfer lifestyle but yeah. it's if you're living a self-improvement holistic i don't even know what to call it but yeah it's yeah. something along those lines but yeah there's like a lot of like obviously long-term benefits but i think even some of the short-term benefits are like kind of overlooked because like i think it was like mid or beginning of second semester of college where i decided to like start changing things and switching my mindset and everything and literally by the next fall semester like my like everything kind of made like a full like 360 or 180 whatever it is and like I was surrounded by so many like way better people than following year I like felt better like mentally and like physically as well so like what that took like I don't know probably less than six months for like things to kind of turn around if you're you know open to change and like serious about it I think a lot of people can be like pretty lazy about change or like put it off or procrastinate or just be in that like victim mindset and just think they're just so stuck but like yeah it's it's definitely about like the mindset of things also with action yeah I I think it first comes I always have said the, the change in mind will then elicit a change in your life so if you can if you want to change and you're listening to this the thing i would say is to change your mindset about things and think about why you want to change so then that you actually have a reason to um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's super cool uh so what, what would you say to people that are on the fence about it or thinking about it about change yeah I think start small also like do your best and try and stay consistent like if you you know feel like something's gonna take 
a couple of years to figure out or switch in your mind or get over like whatever it is like it most likely will take as long as you think it will because I think work fills the amount of like time you give it so but if you give yourself like 30 days instead of like five years or something and do your best in those 30 days then you can probably get a lot you could even make a full 360 change in 30 days or like you'll get way more progress than if you give yourself like six months or a year yeah to change stuff yeah something i notice it's very mental it's a mental fixation and one thing that i see across the board is this fixation about healthy organic food being expensive but it's really not that much more expensive and if you're okay if you're going out if you're going out every weekend and spending 50 bucks on on like drinks or uber um cover fees that's 200 bucks a month just on going out and then if you have a netflix subscription or a hulu subscription that's what another how much is that like 15 bucks i don't even know yeah probably 15 bucks <laughs> yeah and or if you're if you're doing chipotle twice three times a week that's another like i don't know 30 bucks a week so, and so yeah. it's just about where your where your priorities are yeah if your priorities are in different places it, like in that regard like you know going out netflix other things organic yeah. food is going to be hard for you but like i spend my money on organic food surfboards yeah health stuff it's so definitely you kind of have to switch your mindset to it being like more of an investment in health yes rather than oh this is so expensive or like why am i paying for this or like you know like i don't know my grocery bill usually on a weekly basis is like under 70 bucks i mean i'm a girl and like i don't know <laughs> so it might be different for some other people but like i i'm not like starving myself or anything like that and i feel like that's like a pretty good amount of food for like the entire week if I'm like cooking at home and all that stuff and it's all like it's essentially like I do like the whole foods diet so it's like mainly like potatoes um I don't know some sort of protein meat and like everything is just like few ingredients like you were saying yeah yeah it's it's really not that expensive at all you'll probably spend uh, a few bucks less on organic food than you will on chipotle and it's way healthier for you way better for you and there's something at least for me i love to cook uh, it's like my special time yeah i feel like a lot of people don't know how to cook and like make these yeah. things like actually taste good and like once you kind of unlock that like you'll start finding things that you really like to eat i think that's another thing too is like at the beginning of my like journey or whatever i would always like try and copy like other people's meal plans or like what they were eating and stuff like that and then I kind of found out that like oh I don't actually really enjoy like eating these type of foods and like it didn't really work for me and then like making things I kind of found like ways I like things to taste and like foods I like to eat and it just became a little bit more of an enjoyable process when you kind of like know what you like and then know how to cook things to the way that you like and how you want them to taste <laughs> yeah yeah and i think that's really resonant with the whole self-improvement process or journey is kind of just falling in love with the process 
because like I get that too. I've tried a bunch of different foods and now I have like staple meals and I buy the same stuff at like I'll go into this food co-op and like it's the same stuff every time. People know like already know I'm going in to buy the yogurt, potatoes, eggs. Like that's what I bought today. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, just my stuff is like the same every week, but like I genuinely love what I make every single week. Yeah, I know. Like- I I eat the like, same thing. It's yeah. yeah. Steven classic. I, mm-hmm. I come down like being eating downstairs. My roommates will come down. And she's like, oh, Steven classic. Such as Steven classic. I'm like, dude, every day, every mm-hmm. day. I wake up hungry for the same thing. But I no, found I know. For me. I think another thing is also like balance too, is what people don't really know how to like kind of maintain is like sometimes people will go like cold turkey and like just go straight for, I don't know, like straight into it. And then they kind of like burn out or like you're more likely to kind of indulge in things if you like are too strict with yourself. Yeah, so and you'll be susceptible to failure. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the 80 20 mindset is pretty good when it comes to like I guess eating habits I guess like on the weekend yeah. usually if I'm if I feel like indulging in something I'll I'll go for it but like another thing with like the healthy lifestyles that you kind of like stop craving a lot of the things that you used to crave like I don't know like I never craved soda <laughs> I don't know if no, that's me crazy, neither. But like I never like will reach for soda ever or like I don't know I guess like I still have like some sort of sweet tooth too so like chocolate is usually something I'll I'll grab but like I'm like more into like the healthy chocolate or like the chocolate without yeah. sugar and stuff like that so yeah. it's like you also kind of have a mindset shift your taste like yeah your taste changed I I didn't drink that much soda before but I don't even don't even like care for it anymore or even my favorite snack or dessert used to be donuts like I could eat probably four back in the day but now I don't even I don't I don't crave it at all and it's just crazy how when you have this change and you eat a healthier way your body will actually begin to keep craving that because it notices that it's good for you it's like oh we're doing this now and it feels better and you end up craving it so it's it's really good and it's like how you feel afterwards too it's like when I would eat like I don't know foods that like aren't necessarily as healthy like I would just like kind of feel like not as great afterwards and it's like Mm. why do I put myself through this when I could eat you know something that's a little bit better and like not have to feel like so heavy or like yeah yeah you don't feel good so what kind of diets have you tried and so you said right now you're doing a whole foods diet yeah I think whole foods like high protein has been what I've been doing for the last like two years and I think it's my favorite but um, I was vegan for three months and that was it was interesting like um, I definitely felt like lighter I don't know like digestion was a lot smoother I guess you could say just a bunch of fiber yeah just a lot of fiber not not so heavy feeling but I just don't think it was super sustainable in the long term Um, and then like protein wise I feel like some people can really get hit their protein goals with um the vegan diet but like it just wasn't super realistic for me and like what I like to eat so that's kind of why I stopped that I was vegetarian also for a bit um kind of after that I was more so vegetarian (laughs) um but again like the protein was like something that um 
kind of correlated to like my gym routine so that's kind of why i didn't um <laughs> keep up with that i guess tough um, but yeah i also did like do like the macro tracking or what do they call it um tracking your macros yeah or yeah tracking your macros yeah Yeah, and honestly that was a pretty good time like I did that for probably a year and a half and then I kind of I didn't really fall off with it I just kind of like knew what I was you know knew my portion sizes knew like how much protein this is or how much like you just kind of start to like eyeball things yeah 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 totally so that kind of helped me because I was under eating for a certain amount of time because I didn't really know like I don't know it's kind of hard when you kind of are thrown into like cooking for yourself and you just don't really you have to learn everything yourself yeah so I found out I was under eating and I was like oh shoot this is not good for like with my gym routine and yeah, all that sustainability yeah so I ended up feeling a lot better when I kind of knew that I need to eat a little bit more and you know, I think that also correlates to like your cortisol levels and a lot of other things going on in your body too with what you eat. So um, that's why now I think um, like the whole food side is probably the best thing and it's easy to maintain as well. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, so I did hefty carnivore, uh, not mm-hmm. as crazy as some of the people on, you know, the internet doing like the raw organs, the raw meat. Mm hmm but it was you know not very many plants and lately i've been doing more whole foods more more well-rounded and i will say i feel better than i did before uh i think just having a full spectrum your your body was designed to eat all these all these types of foods i don't necessarily think that eating one or avoiding one type of food is going to benefit you especially especially like the fixation with plants in general from the carnivore side it's like oh don't eat that don't eat that because it's going to make your testosterone low and blah 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 like i just don't believe that um i think that you're supposed to eat everything yeah i definitely agree with that um yeah i feel a lot better now that i can like i just eat like a full spectrum of like different things and it's all like I don't know like I guess the quality of like the types of food you buy is also matters too like yeah that's important yeah I, like the the pasture raised eggs like that stuff tastes so much better than like regular eggs and oh, I you can tell yeah I can definitely justify like paying more for those just because it's just I don't know makes the experience so much better yeah yeah definitely treat yourself with the eggs um definitely so yeah i i um for me when i eat the meats too it's it's always something that's really ethically sourced mm-hmm. like you know pasture raised grass fed try and get local when i can uh which is m- most of the time and i'll freeze stuff because i feel like personally i they, they say the placebo effect is real but i feel a big difference with the with the local high quality meats that i get no yeah i could i could definitely see that um just because i i'm pretty sure there's like probably some difference in um you know how they i don't know yeah. are farmed <laughs> yeah it's yeah and that's also a tough discussion to have um yeah. is with the meats and everything uh and that's when I learned when I first learned about the 
meat industry and what goes on in big food, I was like, oh no, I have to go vegan. I can't, I can't eat this because it's so bad what happens and it's terrible. Um, and I thought about it for a long time and I never did it, but it's just something that it's a tough conversation to be had. I think another tough conversation to be had is accepting the fact that you can eat plants. Um, something, something I see a lot in the health space of the self-improvement area is how soy is like, you know, it's, it gives you the estrogen or whatever, and there's mm. bad stuff with kale and whatever, but I, I can, I can make this, um, whole conversation and because that's a plant estrogen and plant estrogens can't bind to human estrogens because we're animals. So soy doesn't affect your testosterone men. And they did a study on the testosterone of Japanese men that eat a bunch of soy and their testosterone is fine. So you can I eat plants. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen that stuff about soy on the internet. I've heard about it, but I, I don't really know what to think about it so yeah, I, don't. I, I didn't know what to think about it either i was like oh that's really interesting I, I really like what these people have to say about life and their concepts of life mm -hmm. and so they're saying this about food so i, I think i'm going to think about that and i thought about that for a long time and then you read the actual studies and you consider oh japanese people eat a bunch of soy but they're not they don't have boobs like yeah. mental. um oh, yeah, that's so very true but yeah. i think another thing about like the plant-based type of lifestyle is that I found like a lot of the you know meat substitute products out there that, yeah. is like a lot of them have like so many like chemically type of ingredients and like I don't know if you just look at the ingredients it's like a whole bunch of like not great looking it's not food. food and like I think that was another thing throughout my journey that I had to kind of fix was like when I went through that phase of having like the meat substitutes and like being vegetarian or vegan all that stuff really kind of harmed my gut health mm. because of all of like the gums and whatever is in there so like that was kind of a thing that I started fixing more towards the end of or like more recently is my gut health and that was like definitely something that kind of messed it up wow interesting yeah i always it's just not if you're gonna be vegan don't eat it don't eat that stuff it's yeah it's like not, i rather just if you're gonna do that the plants. The vegetables and stuff like that not like the substitutes yeah like yeah i never um understood that yeah don't don't eat don't eat that stuff guys <laughs> cool no yeah okay. like that the thing that was the appeal to it was again like kind of going back to like the protein aspect of things like they were just like things that had like high protein ah. that were like meat substitutes that i would grab for to up my protein because that was something i was lacking so um and there was also kind of like that craze when all this meat substitute stuff was coming out a couple of years ago and so everyone was like kind of grabbing that stuff as well so like but like no one was ever really talking about like the ingredient lists in there yeah. and it's not actually super good for you yeah i so i have found just because i'm me and i like to read ingredients on everything i found one that is okay it's like oh it's like rice protein and whatever but i would never do that and 
I'm pretty sure there's this. So at Stanford University, they're 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 pushing a lot the vegan diet, and they're offering the impossible、um, meats as an option.、Mm. And there's some stuff going on where the funding of this vegan agenda at Stanford is going on by the people that own Impossible Meat. Oh.、Uh. I don't know、uh, too much about that. But... Yeah, I heard as I saw that on somebody's、um, Instagram thing. Like they're they're trying to call out the people who own it and try and interview them, but they won't accept the interview. <laughs> so、oh, that that's enough to tell you about how that's going. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Maya, this has been an awesome conversation. I think we talked about a lot of cool stuff. We have a lot in common. I'm glad we did this after、um, trial and error, but. As I finish up every single episode on the Ascension Show, I ask guests to leave me or the listeners with this. So you have one message to share with the whole world, and pretend everybody is listening to you right now. What are you gonna say to everybody? Um, that's a good question. I love this question. It's my favorite part. Oh wait, can you repeat the question one more time? Okay, everybody. In the world is listening to you right now, so no pressure. <laughs> you have one message that you can share with everybody.、So、what's going to be that message? Don't think,、um, just speak from、I、the think, heart. I think to、um, kind of see things as your fault, like have like. Radical accountability with yourself, I would say, because I think a lot of the situations and circumstances that we can get into, it all kind of like turns back on our decision making and what we allow into our lives. So when you kind of start taking everything as your fault, then it kind of helps you kind of reflect more and kind of have like a better making like decision making process in the future. And usually, if you think about things, and you say, "This is my fault," <laughs>、um, like you can probably find like a reason why this all happened because of you. Whoa, Maya dropping heat! <laughs> wow, I love it. I actually really love that one. I have been working on that myself, seeing everything as my fault because everything is your fault. So, yeah, and it like pushes you to kind of. Always try your best. Yeah, and, and be well. To put it bluntly, be better.、Mm-hmm. Always、yeah. do better. If you're not doing better, then what are you doing? <laughs> Sweet, dropping bombs. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, Maya, thank you so much for coming on. I had a really awesome conversation. This was a really good time. I hope that our paths cross in person on trips or whatever in the future, and that、mm-hmm. we stay connected、um, through Instagram, as always. Listeners, thank you so much for your time. If you got this far, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, and I catch you on the next one. Peace, everybody. <laughs>